Welcome to More Than No Podcast. I am your host, Josh Moore, and I am joined with special guest, my sister, Jessie Thompson, for today's More In The No episode. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, right? Yeah, so I'm super stoked to get uh, finally to have a little chat here on this podcast and looking forward to all that is to be had for today's content. Uh, before we dive into today's content, just want to remind everybody to get the most primal, highest quality of meats and organs delivered straight to your door from the farm, right to your table at farmsushi.com. You can see I'm wearing a farm sushi hat. So if you are interested in that, you can head to farmsushi.com and look at our ranch ranching partners for the highest quality meats and organs. Also sponsor of our show is my company, Field Supplements. Head to fieldsupplements.com if you're looking for the highest quality products delivered straight to your door as well. The convenience is the number one factor in today's world. So if you want the best delivered to you, go to fieldsupplements.com. So farmsushi.com, fieldsupplements.com. And that leads us into today's podcast. So Jess, welcome. Uh, welcome in. This is your first podcast you've ever been on. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put this down so people oh, can see your beautiful smile, your beautiful <laughs> face there. Um, but it's been a long journey. It's been a long journey to have you come here. And obviously, we're going to be talking a lot about life and love and all the things that you have going on right now. But uh, it's it's been a beautiful journey to see what's happened over the last few years. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm so grateful for where we're at. I mean, it has been... A beautiful journey, a wild journey, an adventure, and just riding the waves. Yeah, riding the waves it has been, and, and a wave that you and your husband, my brother-in-law Bryce, have rode is you've you've been traveling all over the place. You know, Bryce shared a little bit about Caprenzo and living in Bozeman, and then transition over to to Portland, and then from Portland, now you then are have found yourself in the desert. So you've been here since December. Uh, what's it been like living in the desert of Arizona since December? It's been awesome. There's definitely been ups and downs with it. And I, I think career wise and lifestyle wise, it's been one of the best decisions that we could have made to be able to move here and really get some roots planted. But I mean, we, I do have to say, I really miss Oregon and the flowers and the waterfalls and the greenery so it's like it's a weird like juxtaposition between the two and just really being able to accept one thing and be happy but still be able to we can still have those feelings and miss something else at the same time absolutely well that's cool it's been it's been cool to see the transition and obviously I've been part of that as I've lived with you and Bryce and we're only a few weeks away from you going off of on on your own and and me going on my own way and my own journey, but ultimately still living here, which is a beautiful thing. So you came down here in December, and at the time you were just doing some freelance with graphic design, and Bryce was doing real estate, and now you just opened up your shop. Uh, the initial opening was in June. July 1st. July 1st. July 1st. And then you just had the grand opening. Mm -hmm. So Sunshine Sparkle Face in Cave Creek, Arizona. That's been a a really awesome thing to see the cultivation and the creation of inspirational ideas and, and, um, you know, new, new, just like, it's obviously something that is very um, attributed to you and something that is definitely divinely divinely something that you would do. I mean, Sunshine Sparkle Faced in and of itself is a name that you would only come up with. <laughs> so talk about coming up with that name and then talk about the transition of going from freelance graphic design and then now into a brick and mortar 
art gift shop, gift gallery, uh, galleria type situation up in Cave Creek. Yeah, all the fun stuff. So the name actually I came up with right after our wedding. So I used to work in a at a school with just special needs kids. And so they said some of like the funniest things. And I had this little guy that I worked with. And I don't, I don't honestly remember what he was even saying, but it was something with My Little Ponies. And he used to like say sunshine like i think it was a name of a pony Mm. and then i was just like that is so cute and then one day like while we were it was right before the wedding we were picking wildflowers and i was like sunshine sparkle face like that's pretty cool and i just i kept it to myself for a little bit and then after the wedding bryce and i were on our couch in bozeman i'm like what do you think of like me switching my instagram handle to sunshine sparkle face and he's like i couldn't love you anymore (laughs) and so that just started as something super casual and then moving forward with my my career in graphic design and art and freelancing at the time i meshed that into switching over to that being my art platform and then that developed into mom and grandma joining um joining forces together and so we turned that into sunshine sparkle faced with an ed at the end i just thought it was more like inclusive for everyone like we're all sparkle faced you know and so that's how that started and we were i was doing graphic design and selling art out of our home for a few years and i was really just dabbling in it i I hadn't really committed to it fully even though it it might have looked like that on the outside i didn't I was, I was really just, it looked good on the outside is really what it was. And so, and I, I had known that for a while. And so when I started coaching with, you know, Jeff and Carla the past couple of years, I've started to really understand why I do what I do and being able to let myself just be me. And I think that has been the biggest thing is just being able to let myself shine. And so, and not caring what other people think. And so when we got here, Let me go back to Oregon, actually. So I was having a really hard time in Oregon finding a place for Sunshine Sparkle Face to fit in. There was a lot of different factors. And while I loved Oregon as a whole, like the nature aspect, and there were some really cool parts of it, there was other parts of it where I was was afraid or I was hesitant to really dive Sunshine Sparkle Face into that area. And so with that coming here... The first few months, I mean, I had I had my top freelance months for January, February, and March. And so I really got some momentum under my belt and I was feeling good and just being able to start producing. And that was my biggest thing. One, not procrastinating on things, just doing what I needed to do, make lists, get them done and be able to produce. And that has been my biggest thing, my biggest shift and being able to commit to something. And so... Then April hit and there was just lots of unknowns and I felt like I was I was just ready to finally take on something. I was like, I am better than this. Like, this isn't working out for me. I needed more connection with like my community and in my environment. I'm not, I don't do well working from home because I, I need that aspect of getting out of the house and being able to see people. And I recognize that within, you know, the last year. And I think that's a huge step for us all to be able to see where we fit in and where we can produce at our best and so with that (laughs) it was it was on a whim honestly that the store happened or it was just everything coming to a point in full alignment 
And so with that, I saw I was starting to really weigh out the factors of doing just markets or being able to open a storefront and what each looked like. And we had already done the markets and the the fairs and the festivals with Caprenzo. And there were some really good things that I loved about it, but it was also a lot of work. Mm. And it was it was just a lot of extra work that I was, you know, I, I love parts of it, but I was like, okay, let's try something else and let's just get a foundation down. So with that, a, a building up in Cave Creek presented itself to, to us and just one day I was like, Bryce, we have to go look at this. Had nothing else figured out, had no financing figured out, was just like, I feel like, I feel this in my gut, my intuition's telling me to move forward with this. And so with that said, I mean, here we are. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a lot of moving parts that have happened over the last 12 to 24 months and more more or less just taking it all with grace and, and letting letting the cards play how the cards will play. And ultimately, that's what you've done and you found yourself in a position now where you're owning and operating a brick-and-mortar store. So brick-and-mortar, obviously, in the last 10 years, especially in, in demographics like big cities, you've started to see the, the downfall and the popularity of these, these pl- types of places decrease due to due to the increase of the influence of straight to your door when you click to order online especially amazon i really do feel like amazon i don't want to say wrecked brick and mortar but it definitely played a major role and then all of a sudden covid happened and that really started to push buying habits to online so as somebody who as somebody who now owns a brick and mortar store seeing the buying habits of people how do you feel how do you feel you best have overcome the challenges of generating traffic into the store and what challenges do you have you faced and will do you think you will fit continually face as being a business owner yeah absolutely that's a huge thing and especially i think in the art realm also having like etsy platforms mm. and being able to sell on like the instagram live drops i think that's huge but we just really weren't fitting into that with the size i mean we have 50 pound bird bass we have four foot elk antlers with floral pieces just shipping wasn't all the way around wasn't a good fit so I feel that with having this brick and mortar I felt that Cave Creek was a really good location because it was a smaller community that was also had some tourist traffic coming in and it was just really that tight-knit also believe I mean there's a ton of art in the area so obviously it it sustains itself with that and people believe like the handmade aspect of it is still quality over quantity especially with um I mean price prices being able to reflect like the work put into these things like they they have to be higher and so you're not going to get a piece of art at our shop for the same same thing on Amazon it's just not how it is so for me there's still challenges to this day. I mean, it's slow. And so you have to be in solution and find ways to get creative. It's like, okay, this isn't working. So how can we drive this in? Or how can we start umbrelling, umbrellaing? Is that a word? <laughs> New things under sunshine to, to bring in that traffic. So, okay, we have this brick and mortar. What else can we do? So we have some custom orders. I'm still doing freelance. Like, how can we bring people into the store? What's working for signage outside? What's not? What's working for displays inside? What's not? And so being able to continually reevaluate yourself is one of the biggest things I feel that sometimes people don't do because it's like, sometimes I feel a lot of people put something out and they're like, oh, it's done, it's out. And they don't want to edit it or, you know, revise it. And that's just 
life is a revision. You're continually going over things and setting yourself up to to be better. And so I feel that I have a good grasp on it and there's still going to be challenges, like I said, but it's still just like, okay, how can we, how can we get through this? Ultimately diversifying multiple streams of income through the same brand. I mean, that's so key now if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur and that's something that I have definitely done over the last few years is begin to sub-brand, co-brand, umbrella, you know, you have your, your main brand and then underneath that you essentially co-brand that, that space and you either cultivating communities or new ideas or, or different events or experiences and or providing a different service that's under the same umbrella that you initially started with but it's not a complete different entity. And so ultimately that curates the that curates the entire brand within itself and that's so important in today's world because you cannot I mean the the to be one like a being a one trick pony in today's landscape of of the free market in in terms of entrepreneurship and just in business in general you can't be a you can't be a one trick pony anymore and so cuz everybody's fighting for attention and that mm-hmm. it, and when everybody's fighting for attention you have this you have this much time to catch attention and or show somebody that you're providing a value and or service and then the moment that you they come into your network it's so it's so key for then them to feel the community aspect and that's something that i've really started to develop over the last last 12 months in my own brands and that's something now taking sunshine sparkle face to the next level will ultimately that that'll be It'll be imperative for your success, mm-hmm. you know, as a business owner to really, really begin to develop that community. So speaking of community, I know that you guys have been doing some cool things within your community and within your brand. So talk about a little bit about the the cultivation. So Sunshine Sparkle Face didn't really get broken down. So if you were to just give me a short 60 seconds on what is exactly Sunshine Sparkle Face, what would you say? So Sunshine Sparkle Face is an art gallery and gift shop and we have my art, mom's art, and grandma's art in there as well as 30 other vendors. So we've curated a a space to bring other artists together and to be able to connect with the community through art, events, service, experience, and all those things that are just magical, colorful, and beautiful. And we believe that there is a war on art and so to be able to live in your magic and show who you are to the world is such a a cool thing and to be able to stand firm in your beliefs and to you know it's sunshine sparkle face isn't for everyone you know some people are they come in they freeze on our they don't make it past our rug and that's okay but to be able to see something new to get out of your comfort zone is such a a powerful thing in this world that's great i really love and that's what it really takes, like you said, is, is, is you're incorporating many artists within the community, keeping it local. And that's really what it takes is to, to band, your, band yourself with alliance of artists. And within that alliance of artists, you all have each other's back, which has to be the case, especially in a, in a dying, I don't want to call it a dying, but the prevalence of art, like you said, because art, art now is at your fingertips. It's so uh, mass produced. It's it's the amazons of the world it's going buying things at ross Mm -hmm. i mean you're getting a 15 dollars piece of art because it's literally just mass produced by the tens of thousands if not millions 
And so creating creating that wholesome experience is, is very key. So you've offered some different workshops and are continually doing that within your brand. So speak about what you've done and then what you have in the plans currently and what your vision is moving forward with types of events and experiences that you offer for those that are going to want to take part in Sunshine Sparkle Face. Yeah, so we're, we've done a lot of cool things already, even just in the first, we opened July 1st and today is September something. 20th. 20th. So we've... Um, or 19th, sorry. Yeah, so the la- last week um, we hosted a, a flower arrangement class. That's cool. Which was really awesome. Had, you know, people come in, got to learn flower arrangement skills from a, another local um, a business. So they came in and taught and it was beautiful. And then we had our grand opening, which we offered, you know, food, live music, shopping, just a really cool experience for the community to come together. And that was like an eye opener and to get really, I got really inspired because I could feel like that energy, like this is, this is what I want to do. How can we keep expanding on this and also this writing this momentum. And so we also have on October 8th, we're having a reading with um, Tender Little Hearts. And that's uh, a lady who she brings in her mini, mini horses and they wear tutus and like little unicorn things and diapers and shoes and they'll they'll do readings with kids and so that's really cool we have a a line of conscious stories um that just really reflects sunshine sparkle face as a whole and then we're also going to be teaming up with you and hosting a breath work and cold plunge up there so just really diversifying events within the community that isn't just like one thing like it's not just art it's not just something for kids i mean it's not just within the fitness community or in like the holistic community like we really want to broaden our scope for everyone because that's what it is is for everyone and also moving forward in the future like this has just been in the last like week really talking to Bryce like how can we develop our vision and so with that right now like in my mind I want I want to take it into like a triangle like a trifecta so right now we offer a product and that's like the store itself like that's coming into sunshine sparkle face having that product and being able to give back and then I want to elaborate on that and then do a service so how can we give back to the community because that's that's what fills my cup and giving back to the community within like do we do like art therapy classes you know do we do something under sunshine sparkle face that you know we we host our own things and teach people how to work through their emotions with art I mean that's such a powerful thing that I mean when people create it's like they feel inspired and are able to let go of of their own things in different ways and so how can we really develop that out? And then the third one is an experience. So I really have loved having Caprenzo and just having having our house in Oregon and being able to build that backyard to, and ha- host people there and have parties and people come in and we have like this experience. Like that's like what makes me so stoked. And so having those three things together, I feel like can really be a powerhouse in not only fulfilling and filling up my cup but like being able to provide to the community because that's what it comes down to is being of service to others and that's how what's also going to keep us float like we couldn't do this without other people no that's exactly i mean that's exactly it once again being a one-trick pony it's funny because you have ponies showing up and ultimately (laughs) like you'd be the only person that i know that would find a way to get ponies 
into your store. Yeah, it just happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, when you're in alignment of it, yeah. uh, I'm sure it just gets attracted to you. Yeah. I, I can't say that I've ever attracted into my reality um, <laughs> tender little hearts ponies, but I, I looked at I looked at their page and it was awesome. Actually, it was pretty cool to see that. Uh, they're utilizing ponies as essentially well, their their service animals, the therapy, yeah. therapy animals, therapy yeah. animals, and how how really truly important it is to have therapy animals. I mean, not for, not for just children who require special needs, but all of us. I mean, we all have special needs mm-hmm. in, in a way, and and don't take that out of context. But but in reality, the power the power of healing with animals is truly awesome, and and just being around around animals in and of itself has such a powerful healing effect oh absolutely and i mean i talk about that a lot even just with the dogs yeah well hawkins david hawkins who i mention a lot i mean they they say that having dogs can add another 10 years of lifespan to your life because it truly shows what unconditional love is Mm -hmm. and so speaking of unconditional love moving into this next direction obviously you know you have made so many different changes over the last 12 to 24 months in your life have really committed to your being your best self and something that has happened is now you are pregnant yep it's here i don't know if you can see it yeah oh my gosh i have a little baby larkin which is my little nephew that is on the way so i'm super excited for that how many weeks pregnant are you 20 20 weeks pregnant so yeah you're definitely pregnant (laughs) yeah Yeah. halfway there yeah halfway there which is (laughs) which is incredible which is incredibly crazy so um you know speak speak about that in your transition of of you know, you now in a, in the workspace that you're in as an entrepreneur, but all, all also now taking the responsibility of stepping into motherhood. Yeah, uh, it all happened at once. So at first it was it was a lot, to be honest, because I, I know Bryce really touched on this story, but for so many years we we didn't want kids. We And it wasn't that we didn't want them, but we weren't our best selves. So we felt like we we didn't want to bring that into the world to continue cycles that, you know, we had gone through previously. And so for us, I, I feel like, you know, the universe, God, whatever anyone believes in really provided this, this creation when we needed it. And so we found out that, you know, I was pregnant right when we were starting up sunshine sparkle face. And so at first it was a lot. I was like, I'm doing this. Like I can't, like this, this isn't happening. I was in denial. And so it took a few days to really accept it. And also touching back with that, I've had a lot of health issues the last few years. So I, I, I felt that I wasn't ready. Like I hadn't, you know, gotten certain scans that I needed to get done. I hadn't done certain things. So I was, there was just a lot of different feels and then being able to step into my power as a businesswoman. And so, but now, like, time has passed. Like, we found out in June, and now it's September, and I'm like, like, let's go. I'm ready. And I feel like it, with time, you're able to really accept things that you, you see, and you're able to work through your feelings and your emotions. And I'm so grateful for this blessing that we're, we're able to get. And we're reading this book called Spirit Babies, and it talks about the the children that you're meant to have or not have and how like things attach to you at the right times in your life and so like it was at the right moment at the right time I mean we were in the middle of opening the shop living with you and like 
living in the desert like it, it chose this moment in time instead of you know when everything was perfect or looked perfect in Oregon when we had our own home when we had things set up it was just it's different so I, I feel like just being able to accept it and move forward was like a big thing and ultimately too having the confidence of, of you being in your in the position that you are as a future mother it, just because you've committed yourself to doing the work and the shadow work that's required to step into that position I know for me, a reason, a big reason, just like you and Bryce, a big reason that I didn't want children for such a long time is because I was nowhere near where I knew that I could lead new life and consciousness in, in, in this realm of, of reality. And so that, ha- that has always prevented me subconsciously and maybe on a level of conscious, like maybe just on a, on a conscious level as well of reality, just me being able to accept that. And over the last few years, that's definitely changed in my sobriety as as well as me really, really committing to being my best. And I've seen that commitment with, with you and Bryce and, and bringing new life into this world is not, it's, I feel like it's become something that is, uh, has been, been normalized, but then blindly, then it's just like a blind situation where men and women bring children into the world to recreate the same things that have happened to them in their life and ultimately they're not conscious of these different cycles and patterns of of behavior and actions and addictions mm-hmm. and emotions and and these toxic trauma bonds that, that that have been passed down generationally they're not aware of this and many dads and Br- Bryce and I really broke this down many dads are either not in the picture at all or they are checked out, mm-hmm. you know, a checked out father, a checked out and or fatherless society to me is the demise of demise of the world. Obviously, motherhood is so very important as I'm learning, learning this in, in my own path, my own path with my fiance, Jordan, and how beautiful that op- this opportunity is for her and I to, to grow and cultivate our relationship together as we bring in new life almost, you know, at the same exact time as you. So mm-hmm. it's a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing. And, and we could talk a little bit more, maybe we'll have like a a Jordan and you and me podcast and maybe Bryce Jordan you and me can all get on as at once the the babies are born or something like that yeah. um, but it's just been beautiful to see your transition that you've uh, been able to make over the last um, the last few years and, and to see the changes that have had to happen for you to be in the position that you're in and ultimately that's the power of life and that's the journey of life is if for me it's just, for me it's just growth growth in any aspect of life that you can and, and ultimately it comes down to your level of commitment so mm-hmm. it's been uh, an awesome awesome chat with you to sit down and, and talk about life and I know we got cut short here a little bit about talking about motherhood um, but if if you were to send a message to any woman out there um, wanting to like if they're on the on the fringe about motherhood or having children what would your message be to them Ooh. My message would be to 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 step into their power because motherhood is power and step into creation and and we all whether we've had traumatic things in our in our lives that we all deserve to create a, a beautiful blessing. To to me, you know, for all my searching and all of the the different ways and avenues that I've gone to find the answers and the meaning of life one thing that has grounded grounded me the most is is child is creating children bringing new life into this world and being married and being in a committed relationship and those two those two things have have been 
completely destroyed by the societal norms that we're seeing day to day and coming back to our roots of it, whether it's right or whether it's wrong, there's mm-hmm. definitely power in it. Yep. There's definitely power in committing to being a mother and committed to being a father. Not just being there or giving birth, but but divinely knowing that this child chose you and now it is your now it is your divine right, divine responsibility as well as your divine pleasure to be able to cultivate this new life for this child mm-hmm. to bring them to lead. I mean, our children are going to be light, light years ahead of us in terms of consciousness <laughs> yeah. and, and moving forward. So, Jesse, I, I'm super excited to, to have this journey of having little Larkin. And we don't know if ours is going to be a boy or girl yet. But regardless, it'll be a, a cousin and a best friend for life for your little child. And I'm excited to be an uncle. Um, and so moving forward, though, where can everybody find you on your Instagram and or TikTok pages? And if you have a website, go ahead as well as share. Uh, I'll share all this down below. So if you're watching this, this will all be shared down below. But go ahead where go ahead and let everyone know where they can find you. Yep. You can find us on Instagram at sunshine underscore sparkle faced with an ED at the end. And then we're also developing our website. So that will launch October 1st. And that's sunshine sparkle and then also Sunshine Sparkle Face on TikTok and as well as Facebook. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thank you so thank you so much. Be sure to check them out, Sunshine Sparkle Face, down below. If you received any value, insight, or inspiration from this podcast, it's free to subscribe. For every 100 followers, I'm giving away $100. So from now until we get hit 1,000 subscribers, I'm giving away $700 total. And then once we hit 1,000 subscribers, I'm giving away $1,000 to one lucky subscriber so if you enjoy this content on more than no please like share comment subscribe and share with your friends and family and we will see you next time